Welcome to the movie breakdown, episode two hundred and twenty-eight, and and an episode of the reversal because I don't keep track of that shit. And an episode of the reversal, yeah. it'll be episode I believe thirty-eight of the reversal. That's so many. So yeah, we got a dual podcast, yeah. uh, you know, a crossover podcast. Do you know in Ghostbusters, they said, "Do not cross the streams." They did say that, but well, you know what? They did cross the streams in the movie, and it saved the day. I know. I'm just saying we're getting dangerous. We're getting dangerous here. We're crossing the streams with our two podcasts, combining the worlds. And so B-Movie Breakdown, weekly podcast from the humor and enjoyment and awesome bad films of the past and present. I'm the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Reversal, it's a wrestling podcast. We talk wrestling. We Usually do. the weekly happenings in wrestling, but uh, this time it's a little bit different. It's more like we've done in the past a bonus episode of the Reversal where we discuss a match. Uh, that's time been pretty absurd. Time traveling. Time traveling here. Yeah. So... If you already listened to the reversal, yeah, you've already listened to this episode of the B Movie Breakdown. You have, so, so um, you don't really have to listen to this episode of B Movie Breakdown. But but we we have more people who listen to B Movie Breakdown than the reversal, so it's you know probably gonna be more people listening to the other one. You know, wow, way to shit on the reversal, dude. Well, I'm not, I'm not shitting on. I'm just saying just that like that's I, the thing. You just said I hate the reversal. I did say that. I fucking, I cannot believe. I fucking hate it. Do do that. Maybe in one of these we should record a subliminal message. Yeah. Something to look for. A little Easter egg. A little bloop. Yeah, it's just something. Yeah, a little something. Or maybe you should begin the episode by reading an offensive comment. I'm not going to read any offensive comments. You're going to save us from that? Yeah, we're going to save you from that this week. Wow. Since it's a crossover, we, you That's know... wild. You're not going to treat people, the listeners no. of the B-Movie Breakdown something like terrible? No, nope, we're say? not going to treat the B-Movie Breakdown. So you really breakdown. do hate the reversal more? No, I don't hate the reversal. It's just saved for a special spot in the reversal. Uh, well, and since it's a crossover, we're not going to do that. Sounds like hate to me. Sounds like hate and... Uh, so you're taking the best of both worlds and not saying the offensive comment in the Unified episode. I'll remember that. It's not, it's not the best of both worlds. Oh, so you're leaving out the best parts? Why should anybody listen? <laughs> oh my god! What's happening? But it's, it's it's a tease to get people to, to go back and listen to the reversal. You can't say what we're doing out loud, then they'll know. Then they'll know. Oh my so, god. So, uh, you can listen to the reversal and the B-Movie Breakdown everywhere you get podcasts. Follow the B-Movie Breakdown at B-Movie Breakdown on, on social media and reversal at reverse this. Uh, Nick, you have your yeah, Skatterville sure. Stories. Let's just throw, yeah, you can follow me at Skatterville Sto- Stories to listen to the drawings I do with your eyes. <laughs> listen with your eyes. And then you can also subscribe to another podcast I do because what am I doing with my life? There's so many going on. There's so many going on. I know. But we're in fear with my good buddy Zach. We were talking about monsters, madness, and mayhem. Monsters, madness, and mayhem. Supernatural shit, real life stuff. So on this week, nothing's made up. On this week's episode of the B Movie Breakdown slash Reversal, we we watched the White Castle of Fear that leads into the White Castle of Fear strap match between Sting and Big Van Vader at Super Brawl Three. You can watch it on the WWE Network on YouTube. Check it out. The White Castle of Fear. It's the best of the worst. Be movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. Be movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. Be movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. Be movie breakdown. So we we just got done watching the White Castle of Fear and the White Castle of Fear strap match. Yep. Was there fluoride in the water? 
It was great to hear Jesse Ventura on commentary. It absolutely was. He's, He's a treat to, to hear and look at. He, oh man! What was I it wish? Worth? I wish I wish when I watched just like a lot of WCW pay per views from that time period, just just to see him in the in between of the matches, his different looks, because he was you know he always had that look in 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 WWE in the in the old days, you know, like a lot of like. Uh, Boas yeah, and uh, yeah. tie dye and things like sure. that, but he had like the longer kind of almost Hogan type hair, uh-huh. and it was pretty much always the same. But man, he was like full on, like he's embracing the body. He was embracing the body, but like also at the time, he's definitely like being in some movies around that time too. So you, I wonder if that haircut he was had going was Maybe. a personal choice. Or a, uh... He's kind of inspired me to do something, that's all I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a little... It was like a baby mullet in the back of a bald head. Right. Very odd Brave move. Trying to look at to see... Oh, at the time, I remember him having that haircut in it. He is in uh, Demolition Man. And he has that haircut. Yeah, and he has that... He's only in it, like, very tiny as one of, like, those goons. But that that was a forward-thinking haircut, then. And he like has that. Fu- hair- he's got a future haircut. Yeah, he has that haircut. Neat. I was wondering what other movies were possibly around that time, but no, it's that would totally, be why. That would be why. Yeah, totally that. And he's briefly in Major League Two, but like it's like a little tiny thing that has nothing. He plays himself. Sure, but speaking of, I mean, last week you stole people's. You're trying to steal people's material, but Jesse, what did Jesse had a good line? Because we we watched the strap match. We did watch a strap match. Because that's and, what we wanted to do and to ourselves. He, and uh, the other commentator, if you don't know anything about WCW, World Championship Wrestling, uh, Tony Schiavone was a staple uh, comment. He was there forever. Yes. Uh, you know, commentator in WCW. And he, you know, just, just you know, doing his normal commentary. He was kind of the play-by-play. Well, yeah, Jesse, more the color commentator. And, yeah. Je- and while Sting is beating <laughs> Vader with a strap... He, Jesse Ventura says, reminds me when I, of when I saw you with your kids. And Tony, Tony Giovanni's like, what? Yeah, excuse me? And he's like, yeah, well, you're beating him with that belt senselessly. You bully. And he calls him, you, he calls him a bully. You bully. And Tony Giovanni proceeds to tell him to shut up. Oh, my God. Probably like, shut up. Like, why yeah. are you telling people yeah. that this was a thing? I stopped doing that. People don't need to... Even if it was true, like people don't even need to know about that. It's like, oh, that's awkward. <laughs> or just, you probably just shouldn't make that stuff up about people. <laughs> Anybody? It watching? was a different time, right? That's yeah. the. That's yeah. It's Anybody fine. watching on pay per view is just very confused. Um, this match was between Big Van Vader uh, and Sting. Uh, you know, two huge names in, in the world of wrestling, especially I've, WCW. I've never heard of them. Vader more so, both WWE and uh, WCW. This is the first thing match I've seen. Um, I was... Um, Who is Sting? Oh, uh, the musician. Well, he looked real different. I know, right? Crazy. He very different. Uh, but the what? match... Uh, one reason why we're doing it for the B-Movie Breakdown as well as our wrestling podcast, The Reversal, is that the match is preceded by a short film... Loose. It's, I mean, it is. <laughs> it's, it's a, a mini movie. It's a mi- eh. mini little mini vignette. It should have been at Sundance. You're right. It's a little short. Uh, it's like a, it's only like five minutes long, 
but it's called the feels like twenty five. <laughs> it feels like twenty five. It is called the White Castle of Fear, and it is like a Jean Claude Van Damme, Arnold Schwarzenegger film like script that was like thrown in the garbage. You know all those barbarian movies we were watching. Well, what if it involved a man with bleach blonde hair, sunglasses, and an airplane? Who got a scroll? Oh my God! Delivered to him. He didn't. To, to invite him to come to the White Castle of Fear, and he took a helicopter there. He did to the Rocky Mountains, where of course the White Castle of Fear is. Yeah, of naturally, everyone listening knew and that. And there was some great dialogue, some like inner dialogue with Sting on the way to the uh, White Castle of Fear. He's... Twice he said, "Where is this castle?" I swear it was like eighty times. He's like, "Well, one time he said, I wonder where this castle is.'" Followed by, where is this castle? <laughs> where does he live? Where am I going? Where am I? Who am I? That's what he should have been thinking while he's in the helicopter. Am ride. I Sting? What am I doing? What are we? What are we filming here? Am I a wrestler? And this is one of or a movie star. Uh, this is one of many, um, you know, vignettes that they did. All almost all involving Sting around this time. Previously, they had had one. So fall, fall, uh, Super Brawl, which is this is was in '93, but they also did one, um, for Halloween Havoc, pre, and it was at, um, in 1992 with Jake Roberts and Sting, and it was hyped by an infamous "Spin the Wheel, Make the Deal" mini movie. Great. And then there's also the Beach Blast one. Uh, which, which is absurd. Which is absurd, and that's like seven minutes long, and that's staying in the British Bulldog against Vader and uh, Sid Vicious, and that's like a whole beach, the boats exploding. Uh, yeah, it's little kids are like being saved. I thought you were gonna say being murdered. No, that was the last week. Kids Jesus. were murdered. But this time, yeah, it's, he takes the helicopter right up to this cave in the mountains. I love when he walks in. And ever, all the all these all these women everywhere, and a little person with an eye patch. Uh, I don't really know what was going on with that. Apparently, he was a um, he was like a reoccurring character in some of these vignettes. Oh, a common theme. His name was Cheatham. Cheatham. Is his actor name, or was it like his character name? Char- they, character they name. They chose the name Cheatham. Cheatham. Why? C H E A T U M. Cheatham. Why? Like, what's it mean? He was present through almost all of these, like, vignettes. I'm 100%... Especially the ones involving Vader. I'm 100% on board with that, but why did they choose the name of Cheatham? What's he doing? What's he doing now? Just go into Google, say, why Cheatham? Cheatham, WCW. I typed it in, but the only thing that comes up is about the White Castle of Fear and Beach Black, and then the other things. They just... If you go into Wikipedia for Cheatham, it doesn't say why it was named no, that? No, I typed in Cheatham. Cheatham, how... There's a, here's a headline from WrestleCrap.com from 2015. No. Cheatham to be in Triple H's corner at WrestleMania. I'm pretty sure that didn't happen. No, it did not. Ask how to... Type into Google, how did Cheatham get his name? Cheatham the Midget Archives? That's not what I said. How did Cheatham get his name? I don't know. Ask Google. You have the internet. I I typed in Cheatham WCW. Not all that's coming up is about the thing that we watched and then the other vignettes. Yeah, because that's how did Cheatham get his name? He was literally what they would call him on TV was Cheatham the Midget. Yeah, why? 
He was only in these movies. He never wrestled. They didn't have, like, little people wrestling matches. So if you type it in to Google, will it just say anything when you say, how did Cheatham get his name? You're going to beat me now. Now you choose to type it once I pull my phone out. You might not get any answers, but why not ask the question, no. Corey? How did Cheatham get his name? That's not it. Yeah. Cheat him. Yeah, read that. That's how he got his name. This is not a thing. Cheat him name. I'm name. Not. This is about a family coat of arms put, and lineage. All right, the put WCW Put WCW at the end of your question. And then just satisfy me. Yeah, just see. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, it's just about the thing. That's one post, man. Do you know who's the internet? Who really bought WCW? <laughs> That's one of the people who also ask that. People are asking that. Who really bought Who WCW? really bought WCW? We all know the Illuminati. People are also asking, did WWE buy WCW? No, that was the Bilderbergers. And mm. who was the disciple in WCW? Do you know people are watch wrestling already know this? Who was Hulk Hogan's brother? Bob Hogan. Everybody. <laughs> All right, this is two podcasts are done. Can't top that. Who is Hulk Hogan's brother? Everybody. It's true. It is. So Even yeah, his sisters. Anything about Cheatham, I don't know anything about Cheatham. Other than that. Um, so his it says, an evil one-eyed midget named Cheatham. Get it? Cheat them? Cheatham? That's all I can see. I don't know a reason why. He just existed in these... Movies. Yeah, I'm not debating his existence. I was just hoping we could figure out why he was named Cheetah. Ask Eric Bischoff. Like, if you ask... Okay, I'll ask... Yeah, I'll ask him. Two Like, if you ask your parents, why'd you name me Corey, they'll tell you a reason. Yeah. My parents will tell me a reason. Right. So we just gotta ask somebody, why'd you name him Cheatham? We'll have to find out one day and come back to that. We'll put a pin in it. Come back to the... To the... I'll, I'll tweet... I'll if tweet we Eric ever Bischoff, see, yeah. Why was the little person in the vignettes named Cheatham? No, just say how did Cheatham get his name? He'll know who you mean. Yeah. How did Cheatham get his name? I'll ask I'll text Sting in it. Text Sting. I'll at Sting. Get blocked by Sting. I'll at Eric Bischoff. He won't block you. No. He might answer. Probably not. No, yeah, he's done with that. He's them. got better things to do. Right. But so yeah, you have Cheatham and these women. And they're all like enthralled. They're so like I love how even though these women and and Cheatham, they're all like you know in cahoots with with Vader. That WCW had to make sure that that they showed this scene with like women like just enamored with Sting. If you were one of Vader's cave women, wouldn't you be obsessed with Sting? <laughs> That's mean, but also true. It's Sting. Yeah, and Vader was like he's like big and just oh he knows how, he knows how to disgusting and he knows how to give you one of his patented bombs. He had that kid that cool like minotaur what thing on the table. He would bring that to the ring and it would like blow smoke out of it sometimes. I, I remember mean, they I remember seeing him talk about it and something and saying that like having to carry that was such a pain in the ass you, and half the time the 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 prop wouldn't work correctly and why'd you choose to have that. I don't know if it was his choice, but... Oh, no. We, we, we spent a lot of money on yeah, this. Yeah, WCW just spending money. Just they had money, and they could spend it, so they just spent it, like, making this little movie. And it's so funny, because like, this movie is so weird. It's like, you know, it's... You know, you know, it's... I'm glad to keep calling it a movie. It's a little mini-movie. They keep... You know, it's... 
they're so enamored with with Sting when he shows up, but then Shinomi's like, oh, Vader's here, Vader's here. Well, well, before that, though, Vader's cutting a promo, you know, come to my castle, blah, blah, blah. And then he's cutting a promo in the mirror while Holly Race is, like, rubbing his shoulders. And it's real. it breaks the mirror. It's, like, real creepy. And then when he shows up, Sting cuts an amazing line, one-liner. Yeah, what does he say? He's like... What does Sting say? uh, Oh, my God, what was it? It was, no wonder this is your house, because just like you, it's cold. Corey does other people's material week two. Was that it? It was close. <laughs> yeah, it was close. I mean, that was the punchline of the joke. You said it's cold. Yeah. You set up. But it was. Lacking. It was. A, it was a. I mean, that's pretty much what he said. He was. A, no wonder this is your place. I think he worded it a little different. It's. It's a craft. Sting is an excellent comedian. He is a comedian. And, he knows how to tell his man. I, you know what's surprising to me seeing Sting, especially more so in the vin, in the mini movie than in the match. Is he different than the Sting you see in your dreams? Uh, yeah, the Sting I see in my dreams is like. Yeah, here we go. What's mm-hmm. what's that mean? Mm. All right. That's all I can say. Stop thinking a stinger. Uh, it's giving me a stinger. <laughs> it's giving you a stinger. Well, hopefully, it doesn't end in a stinger splash. <laughs> no, just a scorpion deathlock. Oh my god! Call a physician. If your scorpion deathlock lasts more than four hours, <laughs> consult someone. Um, no, what seeing him like in the in the mini movie part is like he looked like the, just a badass like yeah. early nineties dude. Like, yeah. why would did nobody decide to put him in a movie? Not that his acting would have been great, but like I'm surprised. I'm surprised there's not one movie out there that stars Sting as just looking that way with the bleach blonde. It's weird. Buzz cut. Like he, has, it's almost like. Well, I guess Brian Bosworth was playing football and making movies at the time, and had the same fucking haircut. I was gonna say there's probably 25 other people with that same look in movies. Yeah. Back oh then. yeah, but I mean, like all I can think of is Brian Bosworth in the movie Stone Cold. It, he looks like that. And it's a good look. Um, when I was a kid, I wanted a flat top. Yeah, I had one for. A while. I had one for a bit too. Uh, it's a cool look. Yeah. Everybody looks, wanted it. Still looks cool. All the should, cool kids in movies and stuff. More people should it. more more people should bring back the flat top. The bring I mean, bring it back. I mean, I can. I would if I could. I, Other people can. I, if if both of us, yeah, we we could be It'd like be flat cool. top twins. I wouldn't call us that, but we could be that. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Oh, I hurt your FTT? feelings. I hurt your feelings. FTT for life, man. FTT for life, huh? Flat. <laughs> flat top twins for life. Stop trying to make these things. These aren't hashtags. Hashtag FTT. All right. This is called filling time, everybody. Filling time. Filling time. No, with but Corey um, and Nick. The and then it's just weird how the the little mini movie. I feel like they could have done some more with it. They had the whole set. They could have done anything thing, with it. But instead, it's like we're gonna play tug of war over fire. You have to with it, a leather strap that burns and rips. That's why they had to bring it to the ring. Right, it rips and it explodes, and it says to be continued. Right. At Super Brawl 3. So does Sting just be like, all right, see you later, and walk out of this cave? <laughs> right! And go back to his plane? Oh, okay, we're going to do it later? All right. All so right. Yeah, I flew all the way up here in a helicopter that cost me a lot of money, but um, right. I'm going to go back. I'll meet, right, you I'll, in, meet you. I'll meet you in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> the complete opposite. I'll meet you thing. inside of a ring in a stadium, a little stadium in Asheville, North Carolina. And when I get there, I'm going to whoop the shit out of your back, and you're going to bleed all over. Yeah, the match itself... 
blood. Holy cow. Bloody. I mean, I've, I remember seeing a few other strap matches, and I remember some dog collar ones from, like, uh, ECW days. But, man, this strap match, like, if, if anybody was ever going to have a strap match again, like, oh in WWE, God. I remember, like, didn't, like, Sheamus and Mark Henry have one at one point? They may have. I think that was a thing. But, you know, if they ever plan to do a strap match again, whoever's in it needs to watch this match. It's like the it's like the perfect example of what to do during a match like this. It's a it's a this was a great match. It was it's, it had it the, yeah, you the, know, well. the downfall is what you have to do to win the match. I think it's a little much. Just yeah, touch four posts. You gotta touch all four posts consecutively while the like carrying or dragging the other person. Honestly, I'd think. Like, tied together and then have to pin them is just even more exciting because you can't run away from them. That's the right, point. Right, Like, as someone who is not well-versed in strat matches because I don't give a fuck about strat matches. <laughs> There's not been many. Like, just strap two guys together and then, like, then you can't have the bad guy running out of the ring. Right. You have to stay in the ring. Or you can do some crazy stuff where, like, the, you, you, you purposefully get twisted in it. Yeah. Like Vader almost did by accident. Yeah, he almost went, he went through the ropes like you normally would. To get to the top rope, like, oh. and then realize, shit, if I do this, the strap's going to be wrapped around the rope, and if I jump, it's probably going to either pull me back or pull Sting's arm out of socket. That's another thing that was like, crazy about the strap match idea, wow. is like, uh, just like, I can't believe nobody's arm is like pulled out of socket or anything like that. You know, I remember The Rock having one with somebody, it was like a Brahma Bull rope match, mm. strap match or something. Yeah, rope matches are the same thing, right? Yeah, but it was like a Brahma Bull rope strap, whatever, leather strap, same thing. And then when we were looking it up, we noticed that there was another one called a Yapapai Indian strap match, and this took place in uh, 2000 in WCW, uncensored, the dying days of WCW, uh, with Hulk Hogan. This is... No more, uh, he was not in NWO anymore at this point. He was back to yellow and red, Hogan, uh, versus Ric Flair in a Yapapai Indian strap match. Man, I need to go watch just the promos for just to hear him say, Brother, I'm going to tie you to the Yapapai. <laughs> I mean, it just sounds... When that Yapapai strap hits your back. It sounds real questionable. You're going to scream, Yapapai. It sounds real questionable. <laughs> it just doesn't sound like an enjoyable experience. Oh, man. WCW Uncensored, Uncensored 2000. That has to be a trip. What if I, it, I have a feeling Jeff Jarrett is, like, champion at the time. I want a Fatal 4-Way Strap match. A fa- oh, my goodness. <laughs> They're all... That's both hands. No, Each you, person has both hands tied to another person. Oh, my God. You can't do anything. That's what that is. <laughs> that's literally what that is. You can't do anything. Well, some Or people, you meant, like, one strap and, like, it's tied in the middle? I was thinking there would be, like, a ring in the middle, too. So, like, yeah, you'd have to kind of, yeah, you'd be all, so, like, you would just have, you wouldn't have this human centipede you're concocting. (laughs) (laughs) Arm to arm. (sighs) You're being pulled this way, this way. Arms are coming out of socket. I mean, the guys are probably being ripped off. The guys on each side of you could just decide, well, this guy's going to die tonight. And it's running opposite directions like a, (laughs) you know, quarter you like a horse. Yeah. Just in half. Well, I mean, people, like, not almost die, but got really hurt in this match. Vader's back. Super bloody. 
It's mincemeat. From being, Sting was whipping him so hard. Right. When that was like a, just a leather strap. Yeah, he was and, cut by a leather strap. Big chunks were taken out of his back. Blood all over the place. Blood all over the ring. Yeah. Then they, uh, Sting's head started bleeding. He definitely bladed he cut himself. himself. He, cut, right. he cut himself it's for in sure. The, it's in all the right spots, and it was yeah. too bleeding too much to be an accident. Yeah, and it was like perfect. Nobody gets hurt like that. Yeah, it was like too perfect. It was almost like you could like tell, yeah. It's amazing how back then you just think, oh, he really got hurt. Like, I don't think he cut himself. When after watch, watching modern wrestling and how often those cuts happen, zero times. Right. Unless you have a man bashing his elbow into your skull repeatedly. Right. And gives Randy Orton staples. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so Sting cuts himself. But then Vader, I think it must have happened when his mask was being ripped off. Because didn't his mask get ripped off when he was falling like off the top of the turnbuckle? Yeah. So maybe it like caught his ear, because which is like, oh, just gives me like goosebumps. Like, well, the ugh. fact that it bled that much, I mean, his ear ripped. Oh. It and almost then, ripped his and ear off. And then when he like, when they call when like he touched that fourth post, but like didn't. Yeah. I feel like they called it like somebody told Nick Patrick we're, we're like done. We're done. Yeah. We're done it. here. This man is his ear is like coming apart, like Mick Foley style, which is interesting because when Mick Foley lost his ear in WCW, it was against Vader. Bizarre. It was when his head got. But I, stuck in the ropes. when we were watching this, I told you it was going to end in... I was like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this ended in a pinfall. Even though they've said that's not how you win. Right. I would not be surprised. And there's literally a scene in the match where Sting breaks the... Vader's touching the posts. And I mean, you watched it. I'm just recounting for the fucking podcast. Um, he's touching all the posts. Sting kicks him. The ref waves off like it breaks the count. It's done. Yeah. So the end of the match, Sting kicks him into the post, and that counts, and he wins. I knew it would end in some bullshit way like that. Yeah. Because it's just how these matches go. But I also wonder, like, because he was bleeding so much. No, it was called, but I'm just saying, still. Yeah. The match, I can't say this the was The gimmick called. match. I don't know for right. sure. Neither do I. And But yeah, these sometimes these super gimmicky matches end in, like, a goofy, just, like, like what? anything on a pole match, any sort of... WCW is just infamous for these kind of like mega gimmick matches. This is like tamer than some of the other ones they've had in in the past. So. This is unrelated, but worth mentioning as far as gimmicks go. Do you remember when for some reason Dean Ambrose pulled a monitor from under the ring and was electrocuted? Yes. Why? Yes. I still think it's still crazy. I just... It's still weird. Why was that down there? Was that a Hornswoggle station? He was going <laughs> to... Yeah, he was down there with Cheatham. Uh, hanging out, and uh, he had him over for uh, for brunch. Hornswoggle is way cooler than Cheatham. Uh, I 100% agree. Though I don't have as much experience with Cheatham. That's I can true. definitely say that uh, more. He's he's definitely... And he's a wrestler. Yeah. He has had matches where I don't think Cheatham ever was in a Remember when Hornswoggle match. chased Lena Vega around the ring? Yep. At the Women's Royal Rumble? It was great. Little, nice little mm-hmm. return there. Uh, yeah, and it... Uh, but if you have the WWE Network or if you have YouTube shit, just... If, uh, if you like wrestling or if you're interested to see what this is all about and you could watch the White Castle of Fear by itself and then if you're interested to watch the match it's definitely an awesome match it's the crowd is amped they're into it it's like it does help if the crowd was dead it'd be rough. right but it's like it's like that just that old school southern like WCW early 90s crowd that are just so pumped to see something like that and they are and it's a spectacle and it's this match isn't even for a title Vader was the champion at the time it's not even for a title it was unsanctioned Due to the White Castle of Fear, I don't know why that's a part of unsanctioning it, but because it was made there and not at the thing, I don't know. It's or because it's just a strap match. Because like, it was no. Because it was put out on a scroll. I don't. I don't really know. More matches should have, should have scrolls. Yeah, that's how they do. The contract sign should be a scroll. Oh man, that'd be sweet. And they have to sign it with their blood. Oh shit! 
They, like, well, they this, in this match, they definitely could have signed it with their blood. I told you, Vader and Sting became one person. They pretty much did. They consummated a relationship. Their blood was mixing all over the place. Ugh, just no. I mean, Sting's Sting had red had. Well, at the end, he had red pants on. They were yellow, and he had red splotches all over it. Yeah, the whole and the whole mat, the whole mat was just, just pure like, blood, just covered in blood. It was just ugh. looks like you designed it in a fucking video game. Yeah. I did do that. You personally. Yeah. Not general you, Corey. Yes, I'm saying me. I yeah, did that. You I did that. You designed that in a video I game. I designed a ring similar yeah. to that in a video game once. It happened. I can't help it. It was your it was... fantasy. That was my fantasy. Mm-hmm. Blood ring. Yeah, that's an, yeah, that's the script you're working on, right? Yep, that's the script. Blood ring. I've been working on it for about 20 years. What if the sequel to the ring took place in a wrestling ring and threw everybody off? Might be weird. Might be kind of weird, but uh, so yeah, check that shit out. It's uh, it's definitely uh, interesting, and just just the little movie thing is perfect for like the audience of the B movie breakdown. Just it's short, it's quick, and it's just just out of control. I wish more movies were that long. To be honest with you, that we watch, yeah, more just five minute shit shows like that. Hmm. I mean. Sometimes it gives you as much things to talk about. Right, it does. And just like this did, it, it gave us plenty. Like, imagine it, we watched a Barbarian movie with just like, without Sting randomly walking on a horse for 12 hours. Right, yeah. Or Vader just sprouting off in a castle. Yeah, and I mean, sometimes some of those Barbarian movies, they drag. A lot less rape in this, too. Yes, very much so. A lot less. Very, very none. All the touching was consensual. 100%. It was. It was. Nobody was... Nobody was doing any sort of, you know... Bad touching. Bad touching. No one did or, that. Or silly business. Hmm. So, so, you know, since it's... I just feel like we have to now, since we're on that... on that. Uh, what are you doing? On that mode here. Uh, since What are we watching we next ta- we on were, this fucking we breakdown? We were talking about one Jesse Ventura. We were. And I find it fitting that recently I found a movie that he starred in in 1991. I've always wanted to watch Predator. What's it about? <laughs> Sadly, it's not Predator. Damn it. It's called Abraxas, Guardian of the Universe. An alien policeman arrives on Earth to apprehend a renegade of his own race who impregnates a woman with potentially destructive mutant embryo. I may have seen that. Have you? I mean, it was like, we had a, fr- uh, well, he still exists, <laughs> but there's a, a good friend. We watched a bunch of these shit, shitty things. It may have been one of the ones. I mean, I don't. Rem- It'll be new to me. I don't yeah. remember it all. So I figure I just feel fitting, you know, Jesse Ventura. It's we're, a good. We're pumped on Jesse right yeah. now, so I feel like it's a good. It's a good transition out of the White Castle of Fear into a Braxis. I'm going to reread a copy of his book before he totally lost his mind. Yeah, that'd be I have nice. that. I have that book. I liked it. I used to. I used to respect him. I mean, I don't not respect him, but I don't know what he's doing. Certain things kind of went. Maybe a don't. Crazy, so. I mean, fluoride, Jesse. Fluoride, and then the you know the death rays. So those are the those are things maybe we should just stay away from. So yeah, next week you can find it on Amazon Prime Video. It's on there for everybody to watch if you have Amazon Prime. It's called Abraxas Guardian of the Universe. I'm sure it's gonna be out of control and ridiculous. The poster little thing for it looks absurd and I've never seen or heard of this movie. So it should be pretty interesting. So come back next week for more of the best of the world. Also, this oh. is dual podcast, man. You gotta give the reversal sign off too. Oh, that's right. We're that's the same true. it's come, where back, you... come back next for for the best of the worst. And also, reverse this. Reverse this. Do that. It's the best. 